This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and with me tonight I've got Simon, John, Blair and Stevie. And, uh, you know, we're going to try and remain upbeat after uh, Sheffield Wednesday ran out 2-0 losers at home to our local rivals, uh, Barnsley. Uh, not a pretty affair, and I would even dare to say soundly beaten. Simon, is that something you'd agree with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's funny because um, it's the first time I've been on the podcast this season. I was a little bit downhearted until I went to Bolton away. And, and, and from that, I thought we're, we're going to do really well this season. We put the dispatch then played really well. Um, dispatched uh, Forest Green played really well. Bit of a blip in the uh, Pizza Cup, but that was a completely different side. Um, and he went back with the same side. Couldn't fault Mark more in regards to picking that side. It was a side that was always be, would pick itself. But I think to a man, I can't think of one person who stood out on that day in the in Wednesday colours. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat afterwards and tried to pick a man of the match out of us and. Unfortunately, everybody had a bad game. And, and, and that was completely out of... There's nothing... Well, I know we'll talk about our manager in a bit, but there was nothing that our manager could do at that particular time. Um, but speaking to Barnsley fans, they're saying that's the best they've played this season. The best they, they've played this season. They yeah. did soundly beat us, didn't they? Like, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't, you know, all right, somebody could argue that the first goal was a bit of a fluke, but that second goal was a hell of a head. Yeah. <laughs> like, first touch as well. First yeah, it was, it was absolutely insane. Now, John, do, do you reckon that there was an element of complacency after the Forest Green game that, that, that's crept in over the last couple of seasons since we've been in League One, where we've sat there and we've gone... This league's easy, and then uh, and then we start out well. We go great guns, and then all of a sudden it all sets in. I mean, do you reckon we could have just, you know, that could have been the thought process for the for the pro for for the Barnsley game? I think there was there could have been that. There was elements of the um, Forest Green game which I wanted to see rectified for Barnsley. Mainly, um, the, the the passing was was very slack against Forest Green, but we're allowed to get away with it because of the quality of the opposition. Um, mm. 
Now, coming into the Barnsley game, uh, as uh, Simon said, the, the team did more or less pick itself. Um, but what Barnsley did really well from, from the first whistle was they, they pressed us. The high press was killing us and we couldn't get out of his own half. Um, we kept constantly giving the ball away, some suicidal passing at the back, um, not least from, from Stockdale. Um, uh, and you've got to say, it, it, it probably should have been worse than 2-0. It should have been maybe 3 or 4-0. Um, they, they, they just had a game plan. Um, I've seen it happen before uh, when, when we get the high press because of the nature of how Moore wants us to play out from the back. Um, at times we were passing to a man who got a man all over his bike. So as soon as he was going to get even try and receive the ball, they were getting a foot come around the corner to challenge him. They'd instantly lose possession. Uh, Marvin Johnson was a perfect example of that. He didn't have a good game at all. But constantly under pressure and seemed to give the ball away. Um he probably should have been pulled at half time, to be honest. But he managed to he managed to uh, make it to the second half, and yeah, um, unfortunately, um, you could say it was an off day um, or whatever. But it was it was a really poor performance by Wednesday, and uh, Barnsley were fully deserving of the three points. It, it's painful to say, isn't it, when it comes to a local derby such as that? Now, now Blair, you know, to put it in your words, because I know that obviously sometimes you lose your mind when you're talking about Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> that that was just shit, weren't it? Oh, yeah, it was proper wank. <laughs> like, <laughs> Eloquent. Thanks a lot. Join us Wednesday week. You know what I mean? <laughs> the annoying thing about Wednesday is, I mean, it's, I'm, not, I'm not, we will bounce back. The squad's too good. The opposition we play in this league isn't good enough. We will bounce back. We will win more games. We'll probably win on Saturday and we'll forget about it all. However, un, for the integrity of the podcast, we'll review this single game as, as, it, as its own thing. And um, it was really bad. And under Moore, when we do lose, we lose spectacularly. We never like lose like an unlucky, you know what I mean? Oh, their keeper made brilliant saves. We did everything to try the hardest and we just lost by an odd goal. When we lose, under, under more, when we lose, this team... Just watching Stevie, it, it, sorry, Blair. Yeah, just watching Stevie about to explode and there's a reason I've left absolutely capitulates. And it's really frustrating. We've lost two games at, Hill, at Hillsborough in 2022 and it's against Rotherham and Barnsley. And it's just really annoying. <laughs> like... But I know what you mean. I know what you mean about the about the losing thing. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys watched Arsenal versus Manchester United at the, at the weekend. Arsenal absolutely battered them. And yeah. nobody seems to have mentioned it. Nobody yeah. seems to have gone, well, man, you played shit and won. I mean, Barnsley beat us, didn't they, Blair? Yeah, yeah, they did. And the Gregory, Gregory had a great chance, I think, at nil-nil. Puts that away. Yes. It's a different game, isn't it? But but they they outfought us, they outran us, they outworked us, and it's just it's just annoying. It's <laughs> more than anything. Do you know what I mean? Like how is how have they come to us? A Barnsley fan texts me who I play football with on a Monday and said, "If you don't win by two goals, you've had a bad day." Wow. We lost by two goals. So I assume we've had a bad day. We, we, we've <laughs> we, had a we, minus bad day. Go on. Oh, I was I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with the fact we capitulated. I think they worked harder than us. I think. It was a perfect storm of 11 poor performances. Um, and, and, I, and I can't put my finger on it. I don't think it was the tactics. I don't think it was... There was a couple of decisions on substitutions I didn't agree with our manager, but they, they, they played a game. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Lincoln away last year, mm-hmm. last season, mm-hmm. where we were flying and we, had the, we did have the best... Uh, midfield in the league with Bannon, Byers, Luongo, 
and they just nullified us. Yeah, we ruined that game. Uh, that game at the end uh, it and, cost and, us automatic promotion. And unfortunately, in this situation, we uh, and when we lost against Rotherham last season, <clears> they're <throat> our neighbours. Um, they consider it as a derby. They're just a town near to us, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Rotherham. It's weird be, that you and I are from, well, you, you live in, and I'm from the suburb of Rotherham. Don't we you know live, what I, mean? <laughs> I live in the borough. I pay my council tax to Rotherham, I, uh, although my postcode is Sheffield. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I, used um, to, I used to swim for Rotherham metros. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get how close it is. Um, but with the Rotherham game, we, we did anything, everything but score. Again, they took two chances and put them away, and we had no strikers on that particular time. But It was, we just sat there and a bit dumbfounded because it was the strongest team on paper for Wednesday and people just had a bad game. They had a bad game and Barnsley, not taking away from played really well and nullified us. I actually, I've actually written that, arguably our best 11, but I I think we'll come back round to that. Normally, Steve, I'll I'll give you an intro, but go on. Um, (laughs) I've sat and listened, and I'm, I'm glad we've left it a few days because and I've had to come off Twitter for a couple of days because I got absolutely rinsed for some of my opinions that we'll obviously speak about later on. Um, I think in the cold light of day, I think you've got to try and find the the middle ground between absolute catastrophizing about Saturday and just accepting that as Simon has said, and I think the, the the general consensus tonight is that we weren't good enough. It was just poor performances all around. I don't think we were necessarily as bad as people think we were. And I'm going to say that controversially. I think it's the nature of the fact that we've lost 2-0. We're on a run. Um, local we, derby. It's a local derby. We're playing Barnsley. They and we're at home. Yeah, all of those things. You know, Simon's <laughs> talked about a perfect storm of 11 poor performances. I think there was some bang average performances and there was some shit. Um, I think name they, name they, Stevie. Don't 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 sit on the fence. Don't get splinters on your ass. Come well, on, listen, tell me. we don't need to. I, I, I was, you know, we you could get into it and we can talk about the substitutes and, and so forth. Um, the the Stockdale one, you can pull apart a little bit. The Stockdale uh, scenario situation, it, it, it does my head in. Um, I talked about it last week with Ben. I think Stockdale's been a revelation for us. Yeah, we've got to accept at the moment that with Darren Moore, we are going to play a certain style of football. And people will be up in arms around whether or not it's good or it's bad. And John mentioned earlier the fact that we were playing the ball into uh, to people that have people in close proximity to them and, and so forth. Yeah, but we've been doing that all season. Uh, we have. I think there's a bigger issue that we need to discuss, and that's more around the fact that um, when people are pressing us high, we started. We 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 didn't have that quality necessarily, and then that lends itself to that discussion around having a plan B and whether or not we've got a plan B. I think we had a plan B and a C on on Saturday. They weren't necessarily good enough, but I don't think that that's necessarily Darren Moore's fault. I think that's more to do with the fact that we had that many players that were off it. It weren't mm-hmm. happening, and you know, I, I, I saw something yesterday. I've not, as I said, I've not really been on Twitter because I've been busy with other things. But I think John Newsom replied to Alex Miller. And talked about the the fact that we were pumping the ball up to Smith, and Alex Miller contested that um, that was a plan B. And John Newsom had come out and said it's only a plan B if you've got something. At the moment, we're lumping the ball forward to Smith, and there's nobody in and around him. The midfield were too deep; he wasn't advanced enough, um, and that caused issues because we were just pumping the ball forward. Smith's flicking it on, and it's going nowhere. You know, um, 
for me, we didn't make that sort of switch. Ironically, I had a, I had a guy sat next to me. <laughs> Change it. You've got to go long. You've got to go long. And the moment we start pumping it forward, he's going, where's the midfield? Why aren't we playing it through midfield? And literally everything that we did, it got to a point on Saturday where people were that frustrated. It didn't matter what we did. It didn't matter how we played. It didn't matter what was going to happen. People were just falling out with it. People were just losing the shit because we weren't winning 4-5-0. We aren't going to win every week 4-5-0. We weren't good enough. But if you look at the stats on Saturday, we had the lion's share of possession. We had give or take equal amount of shots, although they had more on target. We bossed them for corners. We did have plenty of the ball. We just didn't know, say didn't know what to do. We just didn't turn up. I just don't think we turned up. I thought, to people's points, we didn't pass the ball properly. We didn't pass it well. Um, Johnson had an absolute shocker, but I've got feelings on the way that he was treated by um, certain members of the, uh, of the crowd on Saturday. And I felt really sorry for him when he was brought off, to be fair, because at the end of the day, he's a player of Sheffield Wednesday. And this time, six months ago, he was Neymar, and we thought he was absolutely fantastic. So, you know, I, I had a season last year of calling Wednesday fans fickle. And it just, Saturday was a, was the epitome of fickle football fans. And it just did my head in. Nobody's mentioned Lee Gregory's misses. And I'll tell you something. Nobody, at nil-nil, he misses when he falls over. At one-nil down, he scuffs it and the keeper just puts his arm down and catches it. I'm telling you now, at one-nil down, Lee Gregory scores that goal. We win that game on Saturday. And the problem with that is, all of a sudden, we've got these naysayers that have come out on social media over the weekend and gone, more this, more that. He's the reason that we came down, um, which is another argument within itself. But from my point of view, if the players had turned up on Saturday and we'd won the game, we wouldn't be having this massive outcry on social media. And the bottom line is we'd be one point off top uh, with a two, three-point cushion to fourth place. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, let's let's come back to, to a more thing after, after we've done the game because uh, I think that's interesting because... No one was saying more out when we were smashing Forest Green all over the park. You know what I mean? Um, so, John, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to you about the, uh, about the selection. Like Stevie mentioned there, play it through midfield and, and, and then play it long and all the rest of it. Now, in the middle of the park, we had Byers, Backinson and Bannon. You know, and surely that lends itself to Barry Bannon playing an advanced role, which is something we've all cried for on this show specifically. Uh, him pushing forward and not, you know, not dropping too deep and getting in, in between the defenders and all the rest of it. Something he seems to have stopped off uh, since about February this year. Um, is that something we saw? Or, you know, uh, where did Windass play with those two? Was it like kind of a, a 3 4 2 1 with Windass and Bannon playing advanced behind Gregory? I mean, how, how did you feel that the it went? Well, um, I think the I think it was the BBC website had it down as a three four one two, um, and they had sort of Barry Bannon in the hole playing in the hole uh, mm-hmm. according to according to the stats and stuff. And Stevie mentioned earlier about this. On you look at the stats, they, they did look pretty even, but obviously that as a, as a spectacle, the game was very one sided in terms of quality in that game. Um, I think what the trouble was as, as player was so pedestrian at times that we we were so finding it so difficult just to even get over the halfway line at times. It was it was bizarre, really. I mean, they pressed so well, we just found it really difficult to have any tempo in his play uh, and to utilise Bannon in, in, in his preferred position to be uh, to be getting up there and and, and, and supplying uh, through balls to the likes of uh, to, to Gregory. Um, 
and also there was very little runners as well when we were on the ball in that game. Very little players when we got when we actually had a good spell of possession. Very few of our players were making runs forward, which were driving me crazy. Really, I couldn't understand why. When you got the ball and you one nil down, we mm. you know just didn't have enough willingness to try and you know uh, stretch Barnsley, and um, invariably it, it ended up being bypassing midfield, didn't it? As the game wore on, it was more just lumping balls, as we said earlier, to uh, to the likes of uh, um, Smith and, and and just trying to get knockdowns for other players to come running in. But, on, but taking it, taking Bannon out of the game, do you reckon that, yeah. that, that, that that could have been their game plan? Press them hard and take make sure Bannon don't get near it? Yeah, I think it's quite a well thought out game plan and it's been done to us before. Uh, I think there's a consensus if you stop Bannon, you stop Sheffield Wednesday, but that's <laughs> Right, you know, you could, and our fans yeah. slag him off every opportunity they get. Yeah, oh, I've ne- yeah, and that's another thing. And all, I've never ever booed a Sheffield Wednesday player in my life. And we've had some shockers. Haven't we? We've had ones that have pulled Van Bass down. You know, Jay Bothroyd. You know, I've I, I booed eight. him. I've never booed a Wednesday <laughs> player in my life. I've never booed a team performance. Even uh, you know, I just I just don't boo the team. You know, I'll go and have a pint with you guys or whatever, and I'll, expletives will come out, but I'll not. Direct um, expletives will come out. Blair just brings them to it, sure. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I think it's uh, just on that. Well, sorry, Gavin. I think it's contextual, though, isn't it? Just to that point, we talk about whether or not we, we need to get behind the team, and we do. And there's no there's nobody more frustrated than me if we you know if we lose a game, we go on a poor run. Um, we talk loads about the Shrewsbury Lincoln games that have cost us last season. Um, I hurt as much as anybody else on Saturday when we'd lost 2-0 and you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're looking at Leppings Lane. You've got, you've got the away fans that are absolutely having, having, a, having a whale of a time taking the absolute piss. The bottom line is give it some context and think about where we are and where we've been. And I know that's going to open myself up to people talking about the fact that we've come down from the championship and these conversations to be had around whether or not more should have kept us up, these conversations around management and so forth. We've been in some shite fucking situations over the last few years. And in the grand scheme of things, I'll put it out now, even though we're going to talk about it later, we had to take a step backwards to keep our club sustainable and take it forwards again. Because at the moment, or the moment that we'd stayed up in the championship, Chancery is he's, he's got really away struggle. with him. And I, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think we'd have kicked on and had the infrastructure behind the scenes that we've got at the moment. The challenge that you have to, to sort of weigh up with that is the fact that you've then got to reproduce that on the field and get us out. There's, there's no way on God's green earth at the moment that we should be booing Sheffield Wednesday players because we are where we are, because of the situation that we're in, because of mismanagement previously. And that's that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think if we'd have stayed up that last day against Derby, I think the following season would have gone down anyway. Yeah. I think I think it'd have been unsustainable. Without a point deduction, without a yeah. point deduction, with a, a a a flash sale of players, would have gone we down recruit, with a whimper. Yeah, we 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 recruited players for League One by saying, look, we're going to have a go at this league. We're going to try and get up. Glory days. Wind has stayed to get us out of the league. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, other players have done the same. I think the recruitment that we've done, we talk about it week in, week out, was absolutely boss. It was absolutely bang on. Um, let's just give it a little bit of sort of context around what we've done. That being said, I do question, and I, you know, I, I think I put in the chat earlier on about me being a bit of a more uh, sympathiser. I think he made some bizarre decisions on Saturday. Was, a more sympathiser. Substitutions. There were just in general, um, just within the game, substitutions. Um, I didn't get the McGuinness one. 
unless unless he was injured I'd, I'd, I'd like to know what he's done wrong or what he what more was seeing that made it worse to keep Johnson on and put James on at center off and left uh, than left wing back I thought that was strange um the other one what was the other one he did something uh, back in some for Mighton and uh, Johnson for Smith he did Windass for Wilkes as well and then yeah. Johnson, it was a Johnson for Smith one why take there were six minutes I looked at it earlier on there were six minutes between between taking off McGuinness and Johnson and he put on James at left center half and he put on Smith for a left wing back and I get that led to a formation change which is another conversation it just didn't make sense to me. I, I, I didn't get it. I thought McGuinness was fair. Um, I didn't agree with some of the ratings that were in there. Ahikwe struggled, um, given the amount of pressure that we were under, but I thought he put himself about. Um, I offer, I didn't think offended me necessarily. Everybody was shit, apparently. I didn't think I offer were that bad. I didn't. I didn't think he did too much. Wrong. Sometimes, though, you know, you don't look at Iorfa and think of him as the type of player that will be able to play the ball out from the back under pressure. You know absolutely what I mean? Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dan. And it, and it might be horses for courses and square pegs and square holes and all and all the other, uh, you know, just formations. One more, just one more thing that I didn't understand on more on Saturday. And as I said, I, I, I get the guy and I, I know no issue with him. You listen to his press conference afterwards and the first thing he said was, well, they came and they were difficult to break down. And I thought, right. And then he's gone, they played five centre-halves and I thought... <laughs> Okay, and then he's gone. Once they've got that goal, we've put four. We've, we've we've sat behind the ball, and I thought to myself, our issues on Saturday were more around the fact that we couldn't play out from the back. Yeah, so if we can't play out from the back, we can't play out from the back because all of a sudden they're pushing on and they're closing us down. And I know we're talking over a picture of ninety minutes. They pressed high. They played high. If you're going to play high, if you play it against it in the right way. We're going to be able to get into spaces. We're going to be able to break them down. We're going to be able to play through them. I think that's Darren Moore's headache. If we come and we've got pedestrian sides like, um, I don't know, Forest Green weren't pedestrian, they were shit, but a mid-table, bang average side that are going to allow us to come and play football, no problem at all. If we play against somebody like Charlton, who I thought set up well, like um, Portsmouth at times did okay, but I think that was first game of the season. Barnsley on Saturday didn't allow us to play. They pressed us. We've got a problem when teams press against us. And that and that's it's where broken. and that's that's where players have got to come into their own, of which they didn't do on Saturday. Because if they're good enough. Yeah, they're good enough. You're absolutely right. But your buyers and the Bannons were were weren't falling into space like they normally do. Bannon wasn't playing so advanced, he wasn't coming for the ball, which when he did, I mean, I think it the three chances that Gregory had. At least two of those were from Bannon. At least two mm. of those were over the top from Bannon. Mm-hmm. We were we were trying to play it at the back, play it at the back because they were so advanced on us. And every time we hoofed it up, their centre backs just lapped it up every time, didn't they? Just lapped the ball. Definition of madness, isn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean? When, when you, when you again, again. I, I'm, I'm, I love Bias to bits. He's a great player and he's brilliant at finding space and drifting away from it from whoever's marking him. He didn't do that on Saturday. So immediately that's one midfielder gone. The next one is you've got Bannon playing so up the front. That's another midfielder gone. So Backinson did as well as he could, but they just nullified. They nullified that. But when he when he changed, he went. Did he go to a four four two? I'm trying. I'm trying to work it out actually with the with the subs. I've literally sat looking at it. And my apologies, I, listeners, I, I, if you've got some background noise there. 
there is a storm while the sea is trying to get into my window right now. <laughs> and to coin Tom Hardy, it is fucking biblical. Like, I have never seen anything like it. It's going to start strobing in this camera. So uh, those with epileptic issues, uh, I would go to listen to this as opposed to watch it on YouTube. Um, Sorry, where was that? The the formation. He did go to a four. four. He went Palmer. Get it right. It seemed seemed to me that he went Palmer, Iolfa, Ihikwe, and then he put James out on the left. But it it was later on in the game than it needed to be. Yeah, he's already two 0 down by them. He put the yeah. two subs out. The, just on the on the two 0 If you watch before, just on Byers, am I right in thinking that it was the goal on the highlight reel? The goal came from the corner where Stockdale made the save, and then Byers yeah. dived in front of the ball. You go back and watch how they celebrated that block because they thought that's a game changing block. Yeah, we at this we make the change. We're going on. They did the post, didn't they? Just before, yeah, yeah. back but, in, yeah. Just on just. They take the corner. If you watch, the Lado comes on. Um, I forget and his nine. Number nine comes on. Not one person picked him up. No, no it wasn't. No. It wasn't. Yeah, James. No. Ward. He, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't picked up. He, what he didn't run off a marker. He he, he just wasn't picked up. That's an, another fundamental fundamental issue that we had on Saturday is that nobody in our coaching staff have gone. We've made a change here. Somebody needs to be picking up. He mm-hmm. almost looked like it was zonal, and then we've got Smith picking up the six dog. But beyond that, there was there was no sort of structure. He's just had a free run of it, run at it. Um, you can't allow that. You can't. I thought it. I thought it was poor, and I think Lee Gregory missed some absolute sitters. But you know, it what, what could be written off as a bad day at the office was, I think, outweighed by Barnes's game coming with a game plan and sticking to it. And as it stands, we lost 2-0 at home to our local derbies, leaving us fourth behind Plymouth, Portsmouth and Ipswich. Uh, Plymouth sitting on 15, our opponents at the weekend, with Pompey and the Tractor Boys at the top on 17. Now, uh, Blair, that was quite difficult to talk about because obviously it was quite a difficult game. So I'm going to give you the reins to try and change the tone just a little bit. And I want you to tell me, what you've got planned because that you were dead excited about it earlier on. <laughs> yeah, it's just a game of categories. Categories. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll go around the group. You're not going to share a screen, are you? No. Then you'll know the answers. All right. Um, so we'll do Fudge first, then we'll go to John. Not, not John, Simon, John, Stevie. That's, okay. that's, that's the order I've got. I don't know if it's still on yours. No worries. And we're going around. If you, if you can do it, it's shirt sponsors what Sheffield Wednesday's had. Okay. Um, so do I name one and then yeah, we name yeah. one later and, and then we go around and try and eliminate each other. I ain't got a tiebreaker or nothing like that. So if you get them all well done, you'll be all sad. But we'll go. So there's not as many as you thought. You thought there would be. So you go, Fudge. Oh, 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 oh. Fans writing them down. Hey. They can write no, them no. down. Oh. Can I not make notes? All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the easy one to start with. Okay. I see those fingers. Yeah, I really want to see those fingers moving. Right, I'm gonna go with Sanderson to start with. Yeah, of course. Chopper chops. Yeah, that was the one after. What was that? Mr. Tom. Mr. Oh, Tom, Tom, yeah. No one said this season. <laughs> well, you've just uh Finn looks. Oh yeah, go on. Is it me? Yeah. Crosby Kitchens. Oh. <laughs> Don't go with the hard ones now. <laughs> well, I've got harder, mate. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Um, Asda. 
Yeah. VW Gilders. Uh, Volkswagen. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh. Gilders and Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Chan Siri. Yeah. Course. Good one. Shit. I, like, we, absolutely. Had for, we had it for seven years. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> threw me that. Was it seven years? Jesus worked. Well, this is the uh, seventh. <laughs> Honda. Yeah. Yeah. Um you've done VT plastics, haven't you? No. 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 Sorry. That was the first one we ever had, apparently. Was it? 81 to 91 for 10 years. Wow. MHX. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Straight in there. That was the third one we had. Oh, shit. All right, I'll go. Host, stay. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Barter card. Yes, lads. Oh, yeah. Oh. Nice one. Um, Good plus, that. net. Oh, yeah. shit. That's a great one. One disco. Yeah! <laughs> I'm struggling now. Oh God! Have we done them all, Blair? Is there no, any left? No, there's about there is one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven oh, left. One's God. a bit dubious, and two are a bit strange because it's like the make of the shirt sponsored the away shirt. Oh it's yeah, Theodora. Yeah, Theodora. That I like that navy blue one. It was good. Right. Hmm. The season we had VW. Oh, you sod. The away kit was a different sponsor. It, it was. was. And it was. <laughs> Don't go for it. Don't I know go. what it is. Is it West something? Uh, was it? Uh, is it Westfield or West? Yeah, yeah Westfield. <laughs> you sod. Right, there it is. <laughs> five left. Five check? left. We're doing Sheffield installations. Uh, that was on the list I had. Sheffield so installations. It's insulations. Insulations, yeah. Um, we haven't done that. Oh right, Sam. That, that was I'm on the list. Sure I, this... That was the list on the list I had. Um, I'm not let sure. Just, mine let me just fact check it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on the list, you can't have Stewards it. Stewards It was. Uh, it, we were sponsored by them. If it's not on the list, you can't have it. Was it? Was it official? Was it an official? If it's not on the list, it? you can't have it. <laughs> Simon's I'm struggling, out. I'm struggling to find it in Google Images. <laughs> Simon's out. Oh. Look at him. Oh. Oh, Showing his age. You can have. A, you can have, a, have a, so I can have. So I can have another you can have a second guess. All right. No, you can't. Uh, oh, I, I, I just, I want to have a look. Yeah. <laughs> Let me have a look. Move on. Move on. Move on. Who's next? Get him out. Um, Stewards inquiry. Sponsor, afterwards, but I'll go for it anyway. Sheffield Children's Hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the one I had. There's uh, four left. One, I'm not sure about, but we'll let you two, you, you lot decide. Oh, come on, Steve. Uh, oh, you'll, um, you'll um, kick yourself. Um, 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 have we got any elevator music? There's one on the tip of my tongue. Oh, David Ford? 
Not on our list. Not on our list. Are you ready? I'm going to piss you all off. Yeah. Who's still in? Is John still in? Or is it uh, yeah, name? it's you and John. It's you and John, 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 John. Eliminator. Napoleon's Casino. Yes. Oh, <laughs> God. And that beige shirt, I loved it. That, like beige and promoted in it. <laughs> right, there's three oh, left. There's, there's still three. There's Jeez. three. Um, oh. Simon's still looking. <laughs> no, that's done my head in. I could have sworn we were sponsored by then. Like, but I've got another one. Oh, I've got Yes! Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, you prick. <laughs> right. Hang on. So what have I got left? What have I got left, Blair? How many? Well, there's two left. I gave you a massive clue earlier and only Stevie capitalised on it. Right. Massive Sorry. clue. What was a massive clue? Oh! I'm not saying it again. I'm not saying You said that one was dubious. Yeah. I thought right. I'd have been mine because I didn't get no money for it, didn't we? Okay. Okay. The dubious one is that I'm pretty sure, and I said it earlier on when I said Finlux, one was TV and video, and one was just Finlux, or <laughs> Finlux TV. No, 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 it's not that. That's suck a dick, then. <laughs> <laughs> right then. To win it, John. To win it, otherwise to you all lose it. <laughs> and there's what? There's, there's two left. There's two left, because we've gone round. So it went back to Fudge, and it's gone back to you. <sighs> Stevie thought he'd got one. But Stevie's got yeah, it, mate. Has there? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, jeez. God damn it. Oh. I can't think of anymore. I really can't. Um, Are you out? Are you out? Go on. Don't think we had it. Inter? Intersport? No. 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 So the ones I've got left is in 2017, we had, well, not 2017, it was when we had the IKEA kit and we had Elevate on it. Oh, tits. Yeah. Oh, elevate. Tits. <laughs> so you nobody that, got that because nobody ever, ever saw the one, it. The one, Pigs, the one, tits. The one I want to show about, I've seen the shirt of it on, though, is in 1991 we had milk. Milk? Nah, bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. Well, rush drinks. <laughs> Chef word milk kit. Where, where like, the bloody hell? What? It was like... Milk? Well, what, just... Just the word milk. Or Is that, that milk it? in a can or something? What? Milk, brilliant in it. <laughs> there is no. I, I'm. I'm going to need. Right, listen. If anybody's yeah. listening, I'm going to need a visual representation <laughs> of us being sponsored by milk. just milk. Let, let me. Let me find it. Let me find it. You know what I mean? I, I, it, I was, we played, might have played in the milk cup. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it was, was it a, a, a milk cup thing? But then again, by '91, it was a Rumbelows cup, wasn't it? So. Mm. Uh, we didn't have a sponsor in '91. No, it was only Asda for the final, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then I wonder if they did like an Atletico Madrid thing where they just had a different sponsor every now and again. But that was impressive, actually. I, I did yeah. like that game. As much as yeah, it pissed me one. off, That's uh, that was a good game. And then you get like a really obvious one, like the Polish Casino, and go, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's going to be... Have you sent us a link here? Yeah, yeah. So this is the website I use to find it. Kind of, but what the bloody hell is that? That's not, surely not. <laughs> nah, bollocks. No, that's not real. Never seen that before in my life. Blair, can you uh, can you send me the link to that? I'm going to pop a tweet out and see if anybody remembers that that link. You know what I mean? I'm going <laughs> yeah. to uh, ping it to the group for me and I'll sort it out. Right, let's move on. 
Now, Steve, we're talking about the uh, the meltdown on the interwebs about Darren Moore. You touched upon it. Let's elaborate a little bit more. <laughs> Straight Good game, that play. Um, yeah, well done. <laughs> um, it's it's hard. It's difficult. I think we we talked about it, and one of the things that we got quite heated about myself and Blair a couple of weeks ago was that Blair was like, if we lose the next game, he's under real pressure. And I thought, why? And you know that was a thing. I don't, I don't know at this stage of the season why. And I think we've got to temper everything with um, a little bit of sense, of sense and sensibility, if you like. If we'd have won on Saturday, would have, would have been a point off top of the league. Um, and people will. The, the, the. My issue with it is that people jump on and go, well, you can go back to 2020 or 2021. He came in at this point. Don't care about his record. He taken us down from the, you know, the championship. Um, somebody told me that he was Pulis was a better manager and would have been better. We'd have stayed. This, this happened on Saturday. Go on, Mark, but <laughs> Pulis was better. I've had uh, Tomo would have kept us up. I've had it's his fault that we went down because he put a centre half in in Dunkley against Derby. Um, these all these reasons are the reasons that we've got relegated. It was in his hand uh, when we went down, and I just think none of that has got anything to do with where we are at the moment. I think I my point is um, he's inherited a squad um, in the championship that he had to get a tune out of. Um, if you go into a new place of work, if you go into a new job, if you go into a new environment, new context, new setting, it's going to take time for you to to understand and know what's best. Um, we 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 took Darren Moore on, knowing that we were going down. In my opinion, I think what we 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 sort of accepted that that was going to be the case, but. It just it melts my head that you know we we we've been in and around the top of the league, we've um, been in a situation where we could have gone we could have gone top if points had gone out if results had gone our way on Saturday. Um, he's up for manager of the month. We've lost two games, one of them against Peterborough, and at the minute we've got this massive clamour of people going get him out. Football's not been good enough. This hasn't been good enough. Who's played better football than us at times in this in in, in the league this year? In League One, who's playing better football than Sheffield Wednesday when we're at it? It's the Ship Football League. It's as simple as that, isn't it? It's thank you, no Dan. One's playing thank, th- thank you, Dan. That's, football, it. Yeah. That's exactly the point. And we're sitting here and we're going, right, we can't play out from the back. We can play out from the back. We've, we've shown that we can play out from the back. We set up and do that. And people go, well, why, why, why have we got Stockdale ping, uh, playing it across to a centre-half instead of pinging it long? Well, we pinged it long and people still moaned on Saturday. We can play out from the back. We can get the ball down and play with a Hickey, and we can play with Iorfa, and he'll get it out, and he'll run, and he'll progress. The problem that we've got is finding that connection between the back three or back four, including Stockdale, going into the midfield and getting to progress through a little bit quicker at times when we're under the cosh and people aren't performing. But people focus on the negatives and don't take those positives on us, as far as I'm concerned. I've got no issue with the way that we're playing football at the moment because with the players that we've got in the situation that we're in, it's absolutely fine. If we pump it long, people are still going to moan if we don't score seven goals or six goals or five goals. If we lose a game pump, playing long ball football, people are going to uh, whinge about it and say we're, uh, it's archaic. and we're, we're back in the 90s and you know the, the game's moved on from them and it's evolved. And I just feel at times there's a little bit of a, an agenda and a scapegoat against Darren Moore. And it then filters out to Jamie Smith's not strong enough. The backroom uh, squad isn't strong enough. The, the the coaches aren't strong enough. 
and I, I take that point and I laugh it and you know I understand that and we talked about the fact that it's not just Darren Moore and it's Darren Moore's team and you don't win things by being nice and so on and so forth all the cliches come out in a negative connotation because we've lost 2-0 on Saturday we win there's still going to be those people that are going to perpetually moan about the fact that we haven't won the game, uh, that we're, we're playing a certain style of football or that, that Darren Moore's the manager and we're ju- looking to jump on absolutely everything. But I just think we need to calm the fuck down, to be honest with you. It other ain't than, Simon? Other than the 2-0 loss, put that to one side. That, what I think he's learned this season. So if you go to the Forest Green game, the Forest Green game to me, obviously I wasn't on last week, was one of those games that last season would have drawn one all. But we put our chances away. We put the chance. I don't know they were poor side, but we played poor sides last season and drew with them and lost to poor sides last season. We put our chances away and we won. Take away the pizza cup because that was just a completely different side. He played his strongest 11. Nobody can criticize him. He hasn't changed any players. He hasn't suddenly dropped somebody and brought somebody in like he did last season. He hasn't changed that squad, right? In between that, we've gone through a transfer window where, to be honest, I think a lot of us were shitting ourselves due to the rumour mill that we were going to lose three, three of our best players in Baez, Gregory and Windass. We kept all those players. That would be in the manager keeping those players. He's, he's been strong enough to say, no, they're part of my... They're part of my. Imagine if Gregory had gone or, or Windass had gone and then we'd lost on Saturday. Imagine, imagine the, the onslaught on Twitter that would have happened then if we'd sold somebody, you know, he's kept all the good players. He's brought some brilliant players in, in my opinion. He's attracted players, the likes of Gregory, Byers, you know, Volks, even though he's, he's misfiring at the moment. These are players that have dropped down a league who could probably function in the championship quite well. And we've lost one game due to a sending off. And whether you agree with it or disagree with it, we've, all right, we've, won, we've, we've lost in the Pizza Cup, right? Um, and then we've lost this game against the side who came to nullify us and took two chances against us. You know, so the whole this whole thing of, of this Twitter meltdown was totally, totally unjustified. If we'd gone through the run like we did last October, when we were 2-0 up against Wimbledon and drew to war, where we, where we drew at Shrewsbury, where we were losing at Lincoln and stuff like that, you might be able to understand it. But... This far into the season, we're only just dropped into September. We're fourth in the league. And 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 it was just... I, I, I Like Steve, I mean, I kept my eye on it, but I watched that, the, the guy who was having a go at you, Steve. I mean, that team that went down, we were broken that season. That team was broken. It finished. And how many of those players have gone on to have decent careers since the left Wednesday? I mean, Adam Reach was being touted out on loan. And Wednesday fans were actually saying he'd do a job for us. <laughs> Fucking hell. You know, short memories. You know, look at that side that left. You know, they were broken and, and whoever would have come in would have struggled to put that team back together. And I agree with Steve. We've rebuilt and also behind the scenes, the club's in a better position now as well. I mean, and let's not forget as well, like just moving on to the next point, like, you know, is that rubbish? He's been nominated for manager of the month alongside Danny Cowley at Portsmouth, Kieran McKenna at Ipswich, and Steve Schumacher at uh, at, at Plymouth Argyle. That's not bad company to be in, is it? Right? Oh, absolutely. And the other thing as well, we moan about the fact that we can't get the ball forward. Sorry to, and I'll shut up in a minute. Um, look at the goals that we've scored at Hillsborough this year. Look at our home record. Look at the win percentage. Look at his track record. 
We can talk about the fact that we're playing abject football in people's opinion. We talked about this a couple of minutes ago. We're in League One. We're playing decent football in League the One. Opponents are abject. The grounds yeah. are abject. Yeah. The entire yeah. League One, League Two yeah. setups, fucking yeah. abject. It's poor. Uh, you take it up a couple of levels and look at Man United v Brentford. And I w- I'm not going to compare Darren Moore to a Premiership manager. I'm not going to f- compare Wednesday to Man United. That's not the, the the comparison I'm making, but there are levels to it, aren't they? You you take Man United to, to Brentford and they get smashed and pumped 4-0. You give it two, three weeks and all of a sudden they've beaten Arsenal, they've beaten Liverpool, they've gone on and run, won four games. They're top four, top six. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that, just by sticking by the principles and going, right, we'll ride out the storm and then we'll look at it again. We've talked about it a lot on our pod this, this season. Darren Moore has to get us up. I want to. I want to. I want to make that clear. In my opinion, Darren Moore has to get us out of the league this year. He does. If he doesn't do it this year, all he's right, fucked. he's taken us down. We've had last season re- rebuilding. We've had another year of rebuilding. We can't keep doing it. We can't yeah. keep doing it. But we've got to give him the time. And I think, given the time and resource, and it's all relative, a year of consolidation and then a year of building the squad that we built to get us out of the league is absolutely sufficient. It's absolutely bang on. I'll tell you what's interesting. So, John, when, you know, we spoke, we spoke before on this show about, uh, about the messiahs coming in, uh, in Volks and, and Wilts. Like, they're still on the bench, aren't they? You know what I mean? You know, we talk, we're talking about online and we're talking about everybody's opinion. And Steve, Stevie brought up before, like, you know, ah, oh, these will be great. These are going to be amazing. These are going to be fantastic. Is, is, and they're keeping the bench warm. Is, it, is that testament to the squad we've got? Or are they just not fit enough? Or... Are they not as good as what we thought they were online? I think um, I think it's both in terms of testaments to squad depth and and also I don't think they are quite up to speed with the rest of the players. Wilkes didn't play a lot of football, as I've said before, when he was at Hull. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Volks too um, was carrying a bit of an injury coming into pre-season, so he's probably lagging a little bit behind as well. So mm-hmm. there is some squad depth there particularly in midfield. We're absolutely stacked, aren't we? Although I know we've just lost a Benaran, which we'll come on to later, but um, we're absolutely stacked in midfield. So nobody's going to walk into that midfield without a fight. Um, and even Barry Bannon gets subbed a lot earlier now, doesn't he, than he used to do. He used to never get subbed or it'd be like 89th minute, 88th minute, whatever. He's coming off, you know, albeit obviously if we've got a good lead, but, you know, more than afraid to pull um, sub Barry Bannon off and uh, put someone else in there because we've got that quality in the midfield there. So um, I, I'm not too worried about not seeing the best of Volks yet. I mean, what are we? And the games anyway, very few. About six, seven, eight. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not to say long, but we're not. We're not. You know, we're not even a quarter of the way into the season yet. Seven, um, seven games. Seven games. Yeah. More. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you can have your mindset made up on him, but it's eight games in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Got, Four points off the top. And there's another transfer window as well, if it's needed. Um, give the guy a chance. Um, you know, we can't keep going on manager after the manager after the manager because it's just, you know, we, we've no right to have manager after manager after manager. Somebody's got to have a decent crack at it. Um, yeah, rebuild the side like we've already spoke about and bring these players in, play in his style, play in, uh, get the players he wants, not inheriting old, old managers' players and stuff like that. So... I think with that squad depth will only stand us in good stead for a long season. And as I said before, that five-sub rule, that's really going to suit a big squad like Sheffield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, five, yeah, we're going to absolutely... Five-sub rule 
is going to be worth how many more extra points is that going to get us over the course of the, a 46 game season? It'll be worth it like it was the back end of the season last year when we had that outstanding run back in February. That's when it's going to come into itself, and, and that's what's you know, going to happen. You think, yeah, exactly, Dan. You get to second half of the season, and, and you know, some of these smaller squads they've played a lot of games, they're getting leggy, and you can go and say, Right, we've got this midfield now, we can we can make three subs, we can take we can take um, we can take. Barry Bannon off, we can take um, Volks off, we can put, you know, Dele Bashiru on, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and you've got the advantage, you've got bigger squad, fresher players. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, I don't know, you can say goalkeepers save you about 10 or 12 points a season. Well, that five sub rule going to get us the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, listen, lads, we're just coming towards the end here. We're into the last 10 minutes. Before I crack on with the predictions, does anybody have any other business? Anything they'd like to mention? Uh, anything they'd like to bring up? Are Liverpool still losing, Blair? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 3-0 now. Wow. Yeah. Sweet child. 3-0 time, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's my bet gone to shit, so that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, listen, this Saturday is a difficult trip. Uh, you know, uh, a much recent, very poor ground for us to go to away at Plymouth. It's a long way to go. We're going to play the Green Army uh, in the Raider Johnson derby. Um, Blair, how do you think we'll fare? God, he's got a very difficult month now. You know, Ipswich and Plymouth get through these, get next, get past these next three games with seven points and we're coasting. So, you know, if we go, if we go to Plymouth and, and we lose to Ipswich. In the next three games, I and mean, God, October's going to be like. Yeah, I'm not going to bother n- with more nuke, predictions. Nuke, nuclear. Um, Go on. I'll, I'll take. Up. It's got to be. A, I mean, after last season's horrendous trip down there, let's go. One-one. Uh, we need a draw at least. So what are you saying? Score draw, nil draw. What? Yeah, we'll go one-one. We're going one-one for Blair, John. Yeah, as I echo what Blair says in, in terms of it being a difficult, uh, difficult away match, long way to go for fans and players alike. Um, not, I don't think we've got a tremendous record down at to, down at their ground ever, to be honest, mate. Um, I would take a point. Um, I, I would take one-one, uh, kind of, kind of bit of a bounce back. A win would be awesome, but a draw down there won't be horrific. Would you agree, Simon? Yeah. Um, I'm going for two-nil win. Oh shit, Simon's going straight in. Going straight in for the two note. He's sat you know, there with his you know, you've got the, t- the team. The team has got to react because, because again, I don't. I know Steve's alluded to some strange decisions towards the end, but that team didn't turn up, and they've got to turn up on Saturday. And right. and and no no better. I think I think we'll. I, I don't fear the teams at the top. Don't fear the teams at the top. We 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 did it. We held our own mainly. I mean, we're we the team at the top. Um, exactly. You know, they should they should be sat there going shit. Got to look out for the walk away on a Tuesday fucking night, which I'm going to with Ethan. Right, you know it's it's. Is that wise, Malcolm? Pardon? <laughs> Just a shit joke. No, what made me laugh is more said they'd have double uh, double training sessions, didn't they? And uh, my brother were driving me past the the the, the, um, the Middlewood Road training ground. He says, "Oh, I was coming up to pick me up and on way back." He says, "Oh, when I came past here earlier." A football came flying over, so I don't know what they'd be doing on training camp. This football came flying I bet he got over robbed. his car. <laughs> I bet he got robbed. So, so Simon's going for 2 0. So, Stevie, we've got draw, draw, win. What are you saying? Um, I'd be happy with a draw. And I'll tell you why I'd be happy with a draw because if we lose on Saturday, we are 
four points, five points off third, four points off third. Yep. We're in trouble. Five. Um, not in, we're not in trouble, but we are. There's a there's a gap opening, and yep. we've got Morecambe. And you say, oh, we're going to win win against Morecambe. But if you look at Morecambe's the game on more on Tuesday night, sorry, Ipswich play Bristol Rovers, uh, Portsmouth play Burton. You know, so it's, it's all well and good saying we're going to close gaps and we'll we'll pick points up. Um, that's a concern um, because. Ipswich on Saturday, if we lose and then win and everybody else gets six points around us, the pressure, given the Barnsley game... You're just the, trying to swerve the meltdown again, aren't you? Yeah. Imagine the pressure on that Saturday when we step out if we haven't got four, six points off Plymouth and... and, and massive. It's absolutely it's, massive. It's ridiculous. And I know that we had, we had this argument the other week about he's under pressure. I don't think he's under pressure. I think we will create a toxic environment where... At 301, Barry Bannon pings a ball and Marvin Johnson miscontrols it. And you know, the whole world will it'll be like uh Armageddon, you know. What if people, if, people lose a red, that'll be that. If and we I think are going to go one, two, if we're gonna get out of top or second, we have to be at least getting draws out of those games. Two points again, if you want top two. That's what you got average. Listen, you, playoffs you, isn't good you, enough. We're, we're, play, we're playing the stats. we Playoffs and up is good, and, and we, we. I think we've had this conversation previously, whether that publicly or private, privately. We want to go up. I know Blair made this random statement that he'd rather go up in the playoffs a couple of weeks ago, which I, I don't get. But he did say that. No, it's that, the, it's the best way to go up. That I don't he drinks. Want That's what you say. No, no. I'm like, no, I disagree with that. The best way of going up would be to win the just league, win, uh, yeah. a, a, a have a month off, and have a month off, and not worry about it. But for me personally, I just think. I'd like to think that the fan base will understand that melting down ain't right. Getting rid of more in September because we're fourth in the league is a is is a nonsense. Whether you like him or not, he's built a squad that we all want to get behind. These people that are talking about him having, you know, he's not being the right man for the job. How many of these players that you've got in there are you going to say get rid of? We want to have him. We want to sign him. We want to done that. That's because of him. We've retained good players. We've got players that are marketable. We've got players that are sellable. We play better football than people make out than we do. We do. Um, he has got a plan B. It didn't work necessarily on Saturday. I can't put that entirely at his, at his, um, at his door. But we have to have some sort of reaction. Whatever happens on Saturday, we go in and die, out and, and, and die with a whimper on Saturday and lose 2 3 no, like we did before. We so, are in trouble. So what's your prediction? That's what I'm looking over here because I don't want to look up your nostrils. That's a long, that's a long one, Neil. <laughs> I take. I can see Gregory scoring. I can see Gregory making up for it. I can see us going in front and then lose, uh, equalizing them, equalizing later on. Okay. So we're saying one all again, are we? Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go for a 2-0 loss because I think it's a long way to go and uh, and I think they're going to be more up for it. But, you know, that's the cynic in me. Some people want to watch the world burn. Shockers, would it? Don't they? Yeah, yeah. Sad people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet that sounded great coming in your ears. Right, don't forget, we've got Morecambe on Tuesday. We've got Plymouth this Saturday. Thanks a lot for joining us. My thank you to Cy, John, Stevie and Blair. Um, let's all laugh at Liverpool. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. 
it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.